Hey everyone, before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to insert a quick disclaimer. Today's topic includes mature themes that aren't suitable for all audiences, and as always, we will be discussing some pretty spooky stuff, so listeners' discretion is advised. Thank you for your understanding, and without further ado, let's get into today's episode. In the words of Mark Twain, history doesn't repeat itself but it often rhymes. Sure, on the surface level, the events of our past may seem like their own unique narratives, rich with lessons for us to learn from and enjoy. But when you get right down to it, these stories often share the same themes and overarching message. Now, if you ask me, folklore too often embodies that very sentiment, with each tale reflecting another, even when they don't quite align. Consider, for instance, the tale of the Pied Piper, a character from German folklore who lured the children of Hamelin away from their homes into a dark, foreboding forest. So, based on that description, I think it's obvious that the legend of the Pied Piper is intriguing and darkly entertaining enough in its own right. But I've always sensed a connection between this folklore and another story, that of a rabbit who was very, very late, and a child named Alice, who followed into an equally dark and foreboding land. Okay, so at first glance, these stories may not seem to have much in common at all. But when you put it this way, you have to admit, they both share a few key elements. They don't repeat, but they certainly do rhyme. Still aren't convinced? Well, let's take a look at this idea from a somewhat more haunting setting, where a tale of three Marys may just change your mind. I'm Courtney Hayes, and you're listening to Haunts. Stay tuned. All three of these tales can be traced back to the 1850s, when the town of Melville was first laying its roots on Long Island. Back in those days, Sweet Hollow Road wasn't much more than a secluded nature trail. Its chilling reputation didn't precede it the way it does today, and of course the surrounding area seemed pleasant and quaint. Which is exactly why a handful of charming family homes popped up along the trail in the decades that followed. Since then, the footpath that once made up Sweet Hollow has evolved into something more. A seemingly harmless, if even endearing, street, with those very same houses still peeking through the trees. Now, if you're anything like me, you're probably wondering if the families living here have experienced any strange activity over the years. After all, even in spite of its charm and quiet beauty, there are three distinct spirits who have terrorized motorists driving down Sweet Hollow for decades. So it stands to reason that these homes too would be running rampant with paranormal activity, 
especially considering that these spirits once lived off of this exact same road. That said, the ghosts of Sweet Hollow have more in common than the quiet byway where they lived and now haunt. In fact, they share the same name, a similar appearance, and an unsettling demeanor that is sure to frighten any unsuspecting passerby. Nevertheless, each of these Marys has their own unique lore, making this one of the most infamous haunts in all of New York. And it all comes back to that seemingly harmless street in the heart of Melville. The first of these tales takes us back to one of the darkest points in American history, to a time when religious persecution, in the form of witch hunts, were all the rage. Back in those days, the hysteria surrounding the notion of black magic in the dark arts was spreading through New England like wildfire. And of course, that very panic eventually made its way out to Long Island, where it just so happened that a witch named Mary was said to be living. Now, before we go any further, I should probably mention that Mary had always been referred to as a white witch, just not in the way you might think. Evidently, she was known to wear a white gown, which of course would explain the title she had been given. But trust me when I say that, on the inside, Mary the White Witch had a heart as black as coal. Which is why the townspeople eventually accused her of witchcraft, hanging her from a tree that sits alongside what is now Sweet Hollow Road. Now, whether or not Mary actually practiced the craft, or if she ever even existed in the first place, is still up for debate. But that doesn't exactly change the fact that a witch is said to be haunting Sweet Hollow. Dressed in a white billowing gown, her long black hair, tangled and matted, casting shadows onto her face. Mary the White Witch is nothing short of evil. Or at least that's what Alice P. of Salem, Massachusetts said when she encountered Mary's spirit while walking along Sweet Hollow Road. It was a dark and stormy night, and Alice was just turning back on her nightly walk when she came face to face with a woman in white. Mary, is that your Christian name? Alice asked the spirit, hoping that this so-called white witch would live up to her name. Instead, the woman began to cackle shrilly, scoffing at the idea that anyone would call her a Christian. Then, without saying a word, the spirit lifted one of her bony fingers and began to trace an image in the air between them. Five points within a circle. To Alice's horror, this witch was drawing a pentagram. I know, that last part sounds a bit outlandish. But all jokes aside, I think it's safe to say that after this, Alice's nightly walks were never quite the same. In the decades that followed this hunt for Mary the White Witch, Yet another Mary made a life for herself in the sleepy hamlet of Melville. It was there where she planted her roots alongside the trees off of Sweet Hollow. 
Now, if I'm being entirely honest, it seems that Mary's family name has been lost to time. But today, most of the locals know her by the name Mary Hatchett, thanks to the tragic story that still haunts Melville to this day. You see, Mary was the daughter of a local school teacher, who, in a fit of rage, murdered his class with an axe. Then, due to her shame in being associated with such a callous killer, Mary hanged herself from a bridge over Sweet Hollow Road. Now, it goes without saying that an act this sinister would be enough to wake the dead all on its own. But I should mention that another version of these events takes the tragedy a step further, claiming that Mary herself was the cold-blooded, axe-wielding murderer. Of course, like any other good piece of folklore, it's hard to say which version of this story is true. But surely now you can see why the locals call her Mary Hatchet. And either way, it seems that her spirit can be found lurking around nearly every bend and curve of Sweet Hollow Road. Some say she is most often seen by motorists who are driving down Sweet Hollow late at night. As their headlights cut through the darkness, the driver will see a woman dressed in a white gown walking alongside the street. She seems innocuous enough at first, barely affording much more than a passing glance. Well, that is until she flags the car down, with her thumb pointed upwards in the air. The driver, all too eager to help, rolls down the window and asks the woman if she needs a ride, only to watch in horror as she disappears from view. And so the driver sits alone on Sweet Hollow Road, left to wonder who, or should I say what, it is they had seen. By now, I think it's pretty obvious that Sweet Hollow Road has seen its fair share of tragedies. So it likely goes without saying that our third and final legend is sadly more of the same. And of course, it all revolves around a girl named Mary and the ghost she left behind. It was a few years back when this Mary was driving down Sweet Hollow Road with her boyfriend. Sitting in the passenger seat while her boyfriend gripped the steering wheel, the couple was engrossed in a bitter argument that was heading south as quickly as the car was flying down the road. Once again, there are a few different claims as to what happened next. Some say that her boyfriend pushed her. Others believe that she made the decision herself. But either way, Mary was thrown from the car in the wake of this lover's quarrel. It was a heated situation, no doubt about it. But sadly, things were about to go from bad to worse for poor Mary. Because following closely behind them had been another vehicle that, to put it simply, was not prepared to stop. It was yet another tragedy staining the pavement of Sweet Hollow Road. And not unlike those who came before her, this Mary supposedly never left. Instead, she is said to remain in that very spot, often appearing on the side of the street while the cars pass by. It's as if she's waiting for the traffic to clear so that she can safely cross. She'll watch patiently as a car approaches, smiling softly at the person in the driver's seat. Then, at the last possible second, 
She throws herself in front of the passing vehicle, catching the driver completely by surprise. Now, if the stories are true, many a panicked motorist have brought their car to a screeching halt after having this horrifying experience. They'll fly from the driver's seat in haste to help the woman, only to find that she has disappeared, seemingly into thin air. Only then do they realize that this couldn't have been any ordinary pedestrian. No, instead, this woman was almost certainly a ghost. So here we are at the end of the road, with three tales of a ghost named Mary written out in chalk on the pavement. By now you guys can surely see why Sweet Hollow has such an infamous reputation. But at the same time, there's probably one last question that's still weighing on your mind. How do we know that these three Marys aren't one in the same? I mean, you have to admit, as much as we all love a good ghost story, it's hard to believe that three different spirits of the same name would be haunting the exact same road. Hey, I'm right there with you. And while we may not be able to say for certain, which, if any, of these legends are true, well, there is one last piece of this puzzle that may just connect them all. You see, on the corner of Sweet Hollow in Old County Road sits the Melville Cemetery. It's here, in one of the three graveyards that runs along Sweet Hollow Road, that a simple tombstone lies barely protruding from the ground. Inscribed upon it is a modest epitaph, barely more than a word. The name Mary, written out in stone, is all that remains of the women who've been haunting Sweet Hollow for centuries. Now, there's no telling which of these Marys is buried here. And at least coming from a skeptic's perspective, it seems very unlikely that this Mary has any actual connection to the legends we've just discussed. But even still, it's this modest grave that inspired them all. Truth be told, more than a few curious minds have made the trek out to Melville Cemetery. Either to pay their respects, or to try and get a rise out of the woman who still lies six feet below the surface. You see, according to legend at least, those brave enough to hunt down Mary's grave are given the grim opportunity to play a game of chance with whichever Mary is buried here. And no matter how disrespectful that may be, given the lore surrounding this particular grave, the game itself is really quite popular. I should explain. Those who come across Mary's grave at Melville Cemetery, should they so choose, can shine their flashlight across her tombstone. Then, if her name is said three times, a ghostly face may just appear above her grave. I know, even this game rhymes with another that you and I both know all too well. But trust me when I say that this version of Bloody Mary comes with somewhat higher stakes. Because if that phantom face does appear during this game, they say that the player will soon face their own untimely death. Perhaps even as they make the drive home along Mary's Sweet Hollow Road.
This episode of Haunts was written and produced by me, Courtney Hayes. If you've been enjoying the show so far, I would greatly appreciate it if you could leave us a review. A lot of work goes into each episode, and supporting the show in this way really helps us reach more listeners each week. It's entirely free and takes about 30 seconds, and it would genuinely mean the world to me. Also, if you're interested in learning more about today's topic, I greatly encourage you to check out the show notes section on our website at hauntscast.com. This is the location where I share my sources and provide any visual aid that may be referenced during the show. Finally, I would love to connect with you online. You can find me on Instagram at hauntscast, or you can join our email list for updates about the show. Thank you again for listening, and until next time, happy haunting. As the moonlight pierces through the dark, paranormal enthusiast and best friends, Farah and Courtney venture deep into the woods, armed with flashlights and a sense of adventure. Farah, are you sure this is a good idea? Sure, I'm sure. We're paranormal investigators. We're not scared of any ghosts. What was that? Uh, probably some animals. Oh my god. My flashlight is going out. Following the chilling sounds, the two stumble upon an abandoned and haunted building, its dark silhouette looming over them. Look, there it is. The abandoned radio station. It's supposed to be mad haunted. Let's be careful. We don't know what's inside. Wow, look at this place. A long growl is heard coming from behind the girls. They turn around slowly, and to their surprise, a zombie is standing in front of them dressed to the nines, wearing a 70s bell-bottom hot pink and purple leisure suit. Who are you pasty-looking females, and what the heck are you doing in here? Who are you calling pasty? Nice suit. Did you raid Barry Manilow's wardrobe, or did John Travolta have a yard sale? Uh, sorry about that. We didn't mean any harm. We're just curious about this place. Curious, huh? Well, come with me. I got something to show you. And as they wander deeper into the building, they uncover vintage studio equipment covered in dust and decay. Farah, you were looking for a new place to set up your podcast, right? And this is it. Whoa, whoa there, sweet cheeks. No, 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 don't worry. We'll make it worth your while. We love the strange and unexplained phenomena, true crime, macabre, and the sinister. And hey, you'd be a great touch to the show. Maybe be an announcer for us as well. Hmm, that does sound stellar. I'm in. A few minutes later, 12 seconds later, three weeks later, many months later. Okay, we're rolling. Welcome to Studio Sinister Podcast. Where we explore stories that haunt us all. And then we'll go make a fresh kill to celebrate. Dawn. Uh, just kidding. Join Farah, Courtney, and Don the Zombie on the 1st, 10th, and 20th of every month for some rad, chilling stories. And if you piss your pants, that's your problem. Come embrace the haunt. See you soon, Sinister Seekers.